you back me into a wall? I want to I wanna know that. Okay. I really want to know that because I want to see you do it. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm delightful and present. You know, sometimes, guys, it is days when life is just life thing. And then to have to, like, get on a podcast and, like, have to talk about things is probably, like, one of the least things I want to do in life ever. But once you sign up for this, you kind of have to, like, roll with it. So even, like, on days where I'm just, like, my life is falling apart. My name is Ken Lush, and this is the Boys Next Door podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am Blackberry. And welcome to the show. Um, Hello, darkness, my old friend. What is going on? I am. I, I need to. I need to. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and start early with the blunt. I'm not gonna get my lighter. Give me five seconds. I'm crying, y'all. While he gone, listen. He was about to be very mean to me today, and I felt it. So we're here. What are we lighting this blunt to? Peace, calmness, and letting shit go. Cause I gotta, I, I'll, I'll explain. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, what was that? Was that a fresh lighter? Did you open the pack? No, I don't. I don't have my. Uh, I have a clicky lighter. Ooh, uh, ah, I dropped the blunt. Somebody cheating on me. I need oh no! Man. It's just always no, something. The nigga, <laughs> the nigga you like don't want um is fucking with somebody else instead. Oh, I peeped that because I skipped oh. his DMs and he didn't. He just liked the message. He didn't really say nothing back. I got canceled by an Aquarius this week, so I like to that. Um, you probably deserved it. No, we were having normal conversation, like very normal conversation. Like I, I have to send you screenshots of the conversation because you guys, I started a TikTok page, kind of, sort of, whatever. But then my video got flagged, so now I don't have a TikTok video at all. So that's that on that. Got the banned one already. You sent me that flag? Yes. And I'm just like, they said it was hate speech against people. And I was just like, okay, I give up. That was that was like my first and last TikTok video. Because I'm just like, that's a, you that's a fool. You should have submitted that for review. Because if that stays on your account, then they're going to they keep flagging you for everything. What? That's so stupid. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we have a normal conversation. And like... We got on a conversation of signs, and he was like, "Oh, you're a tourist clown," and I was like, "Huh?" That was Le- that was a lot. Literally just like that, and I was like, "You literally gave me your number. We literally been planning to hang." I said that, and then I got called a clown. What tourist damaged you? 
I don't even, I've never met, I don't, you know, Taurus, whatever. I have Taurus in my life, but a Taurus has never given me clown. No. Sagittarius, Aries. Leo. You know, clown teams. But Taurus, <laughs> I've never heard anybody even refer to a Taurus as clown. Stubborn. Um, opinionated. Clingy. clingy um... A little too dumb for y'all own good sometimes. Very. Like y'all like drinking dumb bitch juice. And it's not even because y'all enjoy being dumb. Y'all just (gasps) y'all just give people too much credit and then it doesn't work out in your favor. Ever. Ever. (coughs) I'm sorry. (coughs) Choking. It was me choking last week, not you. Right? (coughs) Sorry. Choking sisters. Yeah, I, don't, oh. I never. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> somebody who that's into zodiac, but somebody who starts off like that is like clown. Is like, whoa, I'm not the clown. You had an experience with the clown, and you're projecting that onto me. I just you never understand. Be like, you know, how, you know how you bring up signs and be like, ugh, oh, ugh, but you don't call nobody a clown. Like, yeah, kind of like calling me a goofy, you know. And the and he's from Chicago, so he knows better. And so it was just kind of, I was just kind of like taken off guard. It was kind of like. The conversation was going so smooth. Like, it was, like, you know how, well, depending on the type of tourist that you, uh, like, dealt with or Aquarius, our comedy is usually right on par with each other. We get each other's jokes. It's like, you don't have to force it. Like, it's just there because we both had the same amount of, like, intuitiveness into culture. I'll put it that way. And so me and him, like, we were joking. He was talking shit. I was talking shit. Like, it was nothing. We got on the sign of Zodiac, and he, and he clowned me. <laughs> I got clowned. He's a clown. And he's so fine. Like, he inspired the first thing I want to talk about today. Because, okay, so I was on Twitter, and I found this question. And it's, what's an occupation someone you're dating could have that would interest you or be a plus in your book. For example, this person used, I would love to date a professional chef. Uh So with the guy I was talking to, I can't really put his occupation out there, but he works for the government. And so it's a nice job. He makes sense. Like he's, he comes off very logical and sensible until that moment. And I was like, wow, I'm very interested. And I would totally date his profession for you. What would be your dream profession for your nigga? Um, I would like for, um, sorry, y'all, I'm eating for like the first time in a couple hours. I'm having a moment. Um, hours. I would like for, like if I had to pick, he would just have to be doing something like creative, like something that he like created on his own and is pushing on his own. It's like an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur. Sure, but I mean, if I meet him at this point in my life, success would have to be relative. Like, are you still able to pay your bills? <laughs> you know, not do you have a whole lot of money? Um, well, that would make him unsuccessful at this point. <laughs> well, Fair. I mean, it just, I mean, I just wouldn't ask for something that I can't provide. I'm not asking for somebody with a whole lot of money because I don't have a whole lot of money. I, but, I, I um, was always interested in that, like, that, that line of dating. Like, it's almost like 
date date within your tax bracket or something or date within like your like your your income your yearly income and i think that is just like so half-assed backwards because half the time i've learned something or felt attracted to somebody or like been interested in somebody they weren't on any aspect of life that i was on but i still felt that i still was able to find like value in their company and i was still able to find value in like them being together with me and so it's like whenever someone's like i'm still choking (coughs) y'all whenever someone's like (coughs) i can't like i can't date anyone uh, that has more money than me or stuff like that and it's just kind of like why not well for me is it an insecurity thing or it's not that I couldn't date somebody with more money than me. I absolutely would. I'm saying I wouldn't require that of somebody at this point in my life. Copy. Okay. No, that makes sense. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's just I mean that's just the me thing though. But it, like, if the nigga was rich and he wanted to fuck with me, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nigga, like, let's do it. Let's you have no choice. You have no choice. I'll be I'll be disappointed if you didn't. I. I'm so ready to get to the point in my life where I have a lot of money because I'm ready to be a trick. That's the easiest way of life. Tricks don't yeah. have to really you you literally don't have to worry about very much, except yeah, for tricking or or somebody's or love and affection. It's ten times easier, trust me. Yeah, I don't I don't really have. I mean, I like buying stuff for people and doing nice stuff for people. Yeah. So part of that is that, but part of me <clears throat> wants to be used. That's, like Vinny, like I, Vinny I, I Watson. I hate to put that into the universe because I'm gonna find somebody who's gonna try to use me one day. But are are like third year being huge and blowing up? You're gonna meet like the dream, and the I'm dream guy. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see that TikTok video? That girl who got scammed by that guy. Like she, she was dating. She found. She was talking to this guy on Hinge. I saw some of that just a few seconds. <laughs> yes, ago. she's like. And so she found this guy on Hinge. They were dating for like she said like twelve days. And then I guess he was like visiting her and like staying in her house, and he ended up robbing her. Like he robbed her. And she said he, he robbed her twice, and I was like, "Sis, what's?" I was like, okay, but listen, I was like, "Sis, what's the issue? Twice? How does it happen twice?" And then people started posting more videos of her from like her TikTok, and um, sis, sis weave ain't blended, <clears throat> and so if her hair ain't blended. So it was a white man. <coughs> that man. <laughs> okay, okay. So my first thought initially, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, I see how she got tricked. I totally get it. But I mean, he like a mediocre fucking. He looked like he might be Hispanic, or mm-hmm. like, or like, or like. So not black. But, but not black. But she black, and her leave out, and, and her leave out is showing through her weave, and so, she <laughs> like she. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's not, oh, no, 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 it's not funny. So what you're saying is... Tell me what I'm saying. Say it. <laughs> Say it out loud. Say it. I want you to go, not me. She mm-hmm. got treated how she got treated because she's... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Potentially a dummy, but... <laughs> she looks the part of someone who could be finessed. One, one million. Mm-hmm. Um, she's that black girl that does not have black friends. She's that okay. black girl who only hangs around like <clears throat> Becky and Sarah because they're totally bitching and they are like, 
they have the coolest dad and their mom and dad are both together still. Like well, she's hanging out she with them. She's just having a rough week and just like I had when she no. recorded the video. Mm-mm. Her room, her bedroom matched her aesthetic. Oh. <laughs> okay. It all, it all tied together. And then she did one of those videos. Oh, my God. I, I need to find this shit. Like, I need to find this in it to you. Like, like I... <clears throat> I'm... Well, the thing I'm, is, see, this is why... That's why online dating specifically, like, going on an app and specifically looking to date from an app scares me. Like, I just feel like it's a setup. Okay, you guys, we're, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to let him watch this video, and then we'll come right back. And we are back. So, okay. yes. So, she <laughs> is... Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, if you guys see this video, please watch it. She's an idiot. She basically... She, yeah, it's disgusting. I hate shit. I hate shit like this. Because you never feel like... You never want to feel like someone's asking to get got. Yeah, but see, that's... Again, back to my point of why... I was about to say interracial dating. Why? Um, <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> why online dating is just like something that I just don't know if I could ever. Back in the day, I had a Tinder. I met like one guy over there. He was cool. He didn't have a job. It was <laughs> something. Um, but he was also. We was like the same age, but like at that time, I was very, I was much more strict. I was like, okay. But now, still, like, if you come to me without a job, it's given. Let's wrap this up. Because <laughs> we're, we was, like, 20 at the time. Mm-hmm. He was in school. You were young on in, Tinder. But in my eyes, I felt like a 20-year-old should be focused on, like, paying bills and not trying to be in school. That was my mind frame at the time. Yeah. Um, Very on brand. I don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't really feel that way anymore. I feel like 20-year-olds absolutely need to be, just be productive. But if you're going to date me, <laughs> you're going to have to just be on the same level as me at least. Right. No, that, that's that's reasonable. Have a job. Have transportation. I don't care if that motherfucker is on four donuts. Get <clears throat> to me like I can get to you. Totally. In case my shit go out, I need your shit to be in order. <laughs> You know, oh my god! <laughs> See, and I have a thing where I personally like dating guys who don't drive, because they tend to be more um, appreciative of your car. If you get what I'm saying, like, like the fact of like you, them not having a car and you're like in and having access now to the car, is they're like, okay, we could do a lot more. But the thing is, they have to be like, is a caveat to that. <laughs> you got to be willing to take the bus still. Like, the minute you're like, oh, can you take me? No, I can't. But... Well, see, you need to not date any more people who don't have cars. <laughs> well, I mean, I it worked in my last relationship pretty good. And we need to not replicate, so we need to be dating niggas with cars. I mean, the thing is, if a guy... That's like you date a nigga. Like, I'm not going to not date a guy because he doesn't have a car. The, well, I, I mean, <laughs> sure. And, I, and I've always had a car my entire life. And I've only... I've been around nothing but guys who don't have cars. If so, it's kind of like, I guess, a normal type thing. I don't know. I wouldn't mind somebody not having a car at the moment, but yeah, you don't have a license. You don't. Know, the license is where I draw the line now. The license is where I draw the line now. 
<laughs> now. Now you gotta at least have a license. Because like one of like I don't want to be the DD all the time. I want to get drunk too. I I mean, yes, I I definitely support that. Someone has to be the designated driver. Won't be me, but child, <laughs> I'm just saying. What uh, what else in a relationship is well? What is in a relationship a no go? Um, non starter. You're out of here. Get the get your shit. Get your shit <laughs> and go. Uh. Probably not liking dogs automatically. No, if if my dog doesn't like you, it's kind of like eh, I can, it won't work because more than that like, would be wild because Wolfgang kind of likes everyone. Wolfgang loves everyone, and that would be an automatic omen that you are not the one in hell or in heaven. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we got our omen. Wrap this on up, <laughs> but between that and um, probably not ambitious enough to respect how ambitious I am. Because I feel like a lot of guys, they're very interested in your potential. They're very interested in what you could be and what they see you being. But once they see you start, like, achieving that shit and they start, like, understanding that you're focused on more and being more, they kind of sometimes are not supportive. And so I need a guy who sees, yeah, he's after it, he's going after his shit, he's on his shit, and is inspired and not intimidated. I kind of have had, like, in my experience, the opposite thing. Like, guys see the potential in me. This is just, they, nobody's ever really said this to me, but this is just the way they panned out the relationships. Mm-hmm. This is just what I gathered. I feel like a lot of guys see potential in me. They'd be like, oh, he's nice. Oh, he's, you know, reserved, but I can, I can crack him open. Mm-hmm. And once they see that I'm a little harder to crack than the average walnut, it's like, they did. Yeah, I get that. So I don't, me personally, I am having a thing with this microphone today. I'm sorry to the <laughs> listeners. But me personally, I, I don't, I can't really date potential. Totally. And when I say potential, it just, I just mean like, not what I can see you being, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, if I'm trying to see past the things I don't like about you, I really should be dating you. Like, if I'm trying too hard to see past the fact that you are manipulative and I can see it and I'm trying to see past that, it's not going to work. And I think I'm that's... trying to see past the fact that you have ugly feet, it's not, it's not going to work. <laughs> I, like, I, I, like, I, I, I think, think, I think it's so weird that people... Uh, before I say that statement, I'm like, have I been this person? And I have been this person. But I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's so weird that that I guess I have to change the con the context of it now. Um, I think it's no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm no, I'm I'm going to state it the same way. I think it's weird that we as people sometimes are so invested in someone that we will obviously bypass all the bad shit that they fucking do to try to make mm-hmm. it work and try to make it fit into our world. And I feel like the moment, yeah. like you said, the moment you start doing that. You're going. You're doing yourself more of a disservice than a help. Like you're not helping yourself in that relationship because you're so fucking over it already. Like, like once you start getting to the point of like picking out prob, like not picking out problems, but picking out things about a person that is just like I can't, and you notice it and you don't take action, then it's not anyone's fault but yours. AKA that dumb bitch. I learned a long time ago from Judge Judy, and I posted the clip because. I hadn't seen this episode in a while, and they 
posted the episode on YouTube, but she said when it comes to like dating and relationships, essentially, um, <laughs> it's as good as it gets in the courting stage. You're like you're not, it's not going to get any better. You think you're going to, you think this little thing that he does that really irritates you is going to get better once y'all get together. It's not. It's this is it's only going to go <laughs> downhill from here. Totally. And so, yeah, I noticed. I noticed definitely when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like looking over things that I know is not good for me. Right. Like, oh, he's very friendly with his ex. Like, we can move past that. We can't. We can't. We just. We simply can't do that. Oh, he's. He has a bad reputation, like a bad reputation. Oh, you know, <laughs> it's not gonna be the same with me. Shout out Taylor it Swift. Is. Um, it's 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 little shit like that, and it's like there's no reason for you to be trying to like fit yourself into somebody else's box. You're doing yourself, like you said, a disservice, and it's not gonna pan out well for you in the end. You're gonna end up learning a really hard lesson that you didn't. And an unnecessary lesson. A very unnecessary lesson. To be honest, um, I feel like me ignoring my red flags has literally like has literally set me up and put me in a position of life that I never thought I would ever be able to achieve. In a weird way, and I and I. <laughs> I always give I give credit to my place in life right now to everything that I wanted going absolutely batshit wrong but the wrong shit putting me in the right place if that makes sense like mm-hmm. like your life can fall apart and then in the midst of it falling apart so much shit just starts clicking and coming together and making sense and then it's just kind of like you're like Shit, I really needed to go through this terrible ass shit in order to get to where I am right now. And then you're like, lately, my question to myself has been, was what I was what I went through worth it? And the answer every day I wake up and every day I go to sleep. I literally think about this every fucking day. I even tweeted about it earlier, so it's weird we're talking about it. But I am so blessed to be where I am right now. And I don't think I could have achieved it without a red flag. <laughs> are you talking about just in life or are you talking about like in your personal dating life? In general, in life, in, oh, my personal, my dating life is in the can. Like, I don't have a dating life. This is non-existent. But my actual, like, life outside of romantics, I'm very grateful for it. Like, I feel the most in touch with myself and more, the most emotionally awoke I felt in years like since i was like mm-hmm. like tried to like suicide or whatever and so i feel so in touch with everything the world like i like it's just sometimes like i know i talked about this once before but my grandma is always around me and she's always in like when i'm on the couch i see her like she's gone she's dead <laughs> she, she out of here but she's always around and i always feel her and it's one of those things where it's just kind of like i feel like i'm doing something right i feel like i'm doing yeah. something right because I haven't got that sign from her that I'm not. Mm-hmm. I definitely have my moments too, all the time. Actually, like I, I have. <clears throat> Here's how it started. I started off by just being like, "Okay, bitch, just be grateful for what you got." Because 
what's and what's going on because it is what it is, right? And then I really started believing that. I was at first it was more so like do it because this is what you're supposed to do, and now I'm really grateful for a lot of things um, in my life. Um, even even right now today in this moment, like stress level on a billion. But before we got on the phone, I was like. But I am grateful for what it what is going well right now. I'm just stressed out. And sometimes it's hard. It's, it's so hard. hard. So hard. But um, two things can be true, and I try to. Oh logical my fucking god! Yeah, that was a fucking sign. That was a fucking sign. Literally. <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying not to cry. Literally all day. I've heard I've heard that fucking saying. Two things can be true at the same time. I've been hearing that saying all week. And now mm-hmm. for you to say it on a podcast, I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me to, that two things can be true at the same time, but I don't have time to figure it out. I ain't in the I ain't in a Scooby machine or nothing like that. So look, send me some more signs, Lord. I I I'm 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 listening. I'm here, I'm present. Well, I mean, it's true. Two things can't be true. You can be really fucked up in a fucked up spot. And then, and then my phone. Oh my god, my phone just got brighter all of a sudden. Oh my god, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. It's giving uh, paranormal. <laughs> okay, American Horror Story. <gasps> oh my god, that started. Speaking of scary movies, have you seen that Megan movie? <laughs> Oh, with the doll! I'm so, I can't wait to see that. I'm bullshit. so here for it. I'm so here for it. I cannot wait. I'm so here for it. And it was just like everybody's like Chucky, um, Chucky and Annabelle watch watching their check leave because there's so many different routes you can go with this fucking little weird ass doll. Yeah, because it's like a like a American like a, American like, girl. It's like an American girl doll. It's oh like my god! A very, she's the doll next door. Like you would not expect her to be a killer. Annabelle, the bitch, look creepy. She, Chucky she, ain't never got his hair done. Like. <laughs> You can't trust Chucky. All over the place. Oh, I used to be. Well, I used to have nightmares about Chucky. Like night fucking. When I say, when I say, I was like 16, 18, 19, 20 having nightmares about Chucky. Chucky terrifies me. Like it's Chucky something. Chucky is the it's, least no. threatening. No, 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 no. <laughs> that there little nothing scary about Chucky to me. Even child. when I was younger, I never found it. I found it entertaining, and I, I never watched a full movie. But it was. Just, the fact, scary. the fact he can go out of, out of sight. I can't deal with that. I gotta be able to see. I I can't even hear him. Some like I know I know you can't hear him. He's a doll. What? I'm gonna have to do like a binge of all the Chucky movies and see what the people see. I'm I, pretty sure it's gonna be hilarious to me though. If you had a doll, mm-hmm. and you suddenly found out that it was alive, would you befriend it? Or would you try to give it away? Um, I'm probably gonna try to destroy it. Oh, so you're the reason the movie start? Got it. I just wanted. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, maybe, maybe because I just feel like this is not. This is no, no, <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> and my America has a problem, boys. No, no. <laughs> This is not America that. has a problem, <laughs> okay. and I just don't understand how these people be letting these dolls beat their ass and shit. It's a fucking doll, bitch. If you don't get in your truck and run that bitch over, like I'm, I'm they, confused. They be, they be getting locate the neck. They be getting ran over, and then somehow they still be alive. That be the issue. That is the that is the sort you have found the root 
the bitch don't die. Even when you burn the bitches, they stay alive. Well, I guess if I guess if it's just going to be alive and torture me anyway, I might as well be friended. Like, girl, what you want to do today? You want to be my ass? <laughs> okay, I was saying, but then you gonna wake up dead, so or not wake up at all. So, like, that's no. You gotta do reverse psychology on crazy people. So, what would you do? What What would be your tactic to to, to survive a a killer doll? I would be the, I would be that bitch friend. I'd be like. <laughs> You know what? You're not so bad. And just be their friend. You dead by midnight. You don't stand. But I'm. Sh- but I'm. I'm gonna be plotting my escape. And that's but the I'm thing. I'm gonna be your friend in the meantime. That be the thing. And all these scary movies, they still be getting found. Like you be trying to get away, and then here you go. They outside your door, sitting on the bo- at the doorstep. That's t- like I. I, that's I, why I the bitch got to be destroyed. I really wish y'all understood. How spooked out I am really right now. My house is dark. I don't like talking about him. It's something about him I just don't, I don't, I don't jam with. Well, what else is on the docket today? Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, just, we'll just go there. <laughs> okay. Jamie Foxx isn't important anymore. He didn't get, he didn't get let into Cardi B's party. What was that about? I don't know. I just, but it really made me start thinking about. The security guard. What is it? What what is going through the security oh. guard's head as Jamie Foxx is approaching you, trying to get in this party that you obviously working, and you know who he is. You you black. You you know who Jamie Foxx is. Everybody know who Jamie Foxx is. Everybody, black, white, blue. You know who Jamie Foxx is. Like. I think whoever was at the door is a loser because it's like just let him in; he'll figure out the rest. You don't have a suction for you. I think that's what I saw. Um, so fucking what? Let me in the building. You got me out here looking crazy. I'm Jamie Fox. Let me in the fucking door. Oh my! And then the thought, like I was also thinking, like, okay, so what if you was figured out you trying to play it cool, and you were like, okay, you can go in, and you didn't know like him and Offset had some unspoken beef or some shit or like something. Or he was beefing with somebody that's close with QC. And now you done started a whole fight. A shootout at Cardi B. If I ever get to like somebody's function and they're like, you can't come in, I'm just going to leave. You don't even have to (laughs) say it again. You're not even going to be able to finish the sentence. I'm in my car. The dust is hitting the line. Okay. I don't got time for it. I'm trying. You're not going to, you're not going to get the, you're not going to get the chance to get me to be. Um, thirsty to get into nobody's shit. I've had a couple occasions where people have been thirsty to get into something I was doing. Very, mm-hmm. but it's like for me, it was like a kind of like a. I don't, I'm not really fucking what you think, <clears throat> but I'm gonna say face and I'm gonna just say come on in. But you okay. know, but you know, but everybody know I'm not that nice. So everybody knows out of the kindness of me just being friendly that day. Is that the truth? Well. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I know somebody who begs to differ. Ooh, what 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 happened? I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell y'all. Oh my God, was so I the security couple, guard? <laughs> so, so a couple years ago, oh my God, um, Mister Ken Lush was having a party. And I was like, can I bring my friend, my other friend? And he was like, no. And so. Which um, friend was it? I can't, rem- I can't recall. Give me a, give me a, a, a hand signal. 
Well, I won't say their name on the podcast because they're not a public person. <laughs> but you know this person. And um, Oh my God, I can't recall. I just don't. First of all, the way, I don't know. But. Oh my God, what? Say I it. Guess I want to hear. If it's your party, you can say who can come and who can't. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the best part about throwing a party. <laughs> like the best part of well, if you well, think, what was your reasoning though? I don't remember who it is to be honest. I t- I literally told you I I've le- only invited one person or tried I'll, to invite. All, one I, all I can think about is the D letter. No, I don't know. Oh, then I don't. I don't even know then. Okay. Because I I literally tell you guys all the time. Like I don't certain stuff for me. It's just like, <laughs> it just happens. And you're just like, it happens, cool. And then also, like, I don't really recall any of my life before, like, I want to say 20, like, 2020. I don't recall much. Like, and it, and it kind of it kind of scares me sometimes. Because I'm always just like... I, I don't think anybody really remembers anything before 2020. It was just like 2020 and then two years of hell and now yeah. it's 2023. Literally, literally that's, how, that's literally how I feel. And so, like, sometimes it's like, certain times I'm just like, fuck, I should probably say sorry or I should probably do this. But I don't remember what. I just know that we kind of don't fuck with each other. But I kind of don't want it to be like that way. But I'm also not the same person I was at all. I won't say even, like, a year ago. <laughs> and so how I look at certain situations now and, like, how I feel like I've grown from them. It's totally different, but I do want to know who it is. Like, can you text me the name? And I can tef- I can definitely tell you why. Okay. Dude, like, I can't imagine. We talk about this all the time. So, I mean, it's, and it's really not even that big of a deal. Oh, but, um, I don't recall. Honestly, I don't. But I think it has something to do with, probably with maybe her not liking me. I mean, that wasn't the case prior to, so I don't know. Oh, then I honestly don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. Then maybe the security guard didn't know either. <laughs> <'Cause they laughs> like, I don't know who the fuck this is, and I wasn't instructed to let you in the third party. So, sorry, Mister Jamie Fox, whoever I to- you are, but I can't let. You I in. totally support the security guard in his in his choice of not letting people into parties now. Electric chair. <laughs> I honestly don't recall. I honestly don't recall. But have you ever been like put in a situation where you had to make like a decision? That you know is going to be like fucking awkward at the end. Like I'm not sure, like a job with a boy or sex or like crazy situation. Um, I mean, the only thing I can think of right now, just based off the way you framed it, is like a job. I had started working at CBS, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, nope, not gonna be here. Not gonna like this. <laughs> so I'm just gonna stay for the check. Um, with niggas, it's these days it's pretty black and white for me. It's like you know, I mean, I do a little, I do a, I do a little bit of wavering, you know. Yeah. But in my head, I know when something is a no and when something is a yes. And so when a guy is like playing me to the left, or he like has a checkered um, history. Uh oh, what does that mean? Uh oh, like, what what does that mean? What was that asterisk for? Oh, I was just rubbing my temples trying to get the thought to come out. Oh, I thought I thought I thought you had like a um a situation that came to your head. 
Yeah, I'm thinking about certain people. Oh, I thought so. That was like I saw that I saw the <laughs> aster go off. Of your, I saw the when aster. I say checkered history, I mean like mm. you have a history of Juicy. dealing with your ex. Oh, and you um, are not prepared to let them go, i.e., sharing custody of your dogs with said ex. Fucking oh, weird. God. Um, <laughs> is that your Achilles heel? The ex. The case of the ex. What is what what exactly is an Achilles heel? Like, like the metaphorical terms. It's like something that if somebody step on, you're out of here. Because if you somebody snap your your Achilles heel, you're you basically can't walk anymore. Um. No, you can't walk anymore. So I guess my Achilles heel would one of them. I guess if I had multiple, would <laughs> be the X thing. I don't. I don't. I don't trust people who are too friendly with their ex because I've been there too many times, and I know that y'all are still fucking. Or that y'all would still fuck if the opportunity was provided to you, even if you were in a new <laughs> relationship. And so, if you are in a relationship, or if you are trying to date and you shared a pet with somebody, but you continue to share this pet with this person, and you you expect people who you're dating to be okay with that, you're gonna be you're gonna be alone for so long because there's not you got to be either really secure or really fucking dumb to be with somebody who's sharing custody of their dog their dog not a human child a a four-legged child with their ex honestly it's weird as someone who is a um sole custody parent Mm -hmm. (laughs) of a of a a four-legged child i don't think of any situation where i will ever allow my ex to ever see this fucking dog again in life <laughs> unless I wanted some dick. That would be the only way. Exactly. Exactly. Which is my point. Like, y'all are still no, fucking. 100. And that's why I'm like, if if a guy I'm dating ever has a dog with someone else, I don't give a fuck. We will get a new dog together. And and then once we separate, you can take the new one or whatever. But we're not, you're not going, you're never if you date me and you have a dog and you're sharing it, with with your ex before you meet me, you're never going to see that fucking dog again. So get used to it. And the thing Period. is, I understand people have they you know no. I, well, I, not that I. I'm not. I understand. I'm, I just don't relate. Uh, I just. I'm not seeing it. To, I can't relate to people who feel very deep emotions for pets. I can't. Yeah. relate, But I understand it. No. So. I under I can understand a person not being so willing to let go of a dog that they had with somebody because they cared for the dog. Totally. I just feel like as an adult, you an adult with some logic, if you have any, if you have the common sense God gave a goldfish, you would either take the dog for yourself if y'all got to take the court. Dogs are considered property. You can take that to court. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take it to court or let the damn dog go. I just, I, it's not going to, it's never going to, it's never, it's never, ne- you're never going to convince me that you are not trying to keep some sort of contact with your ex. And all this, oh, my ex is my friend. You're a fucking loser. And I'm not dating you either. One, one, I just like, no, I thought about this the other day. I was just like, if, if my ex ever <laughs> thought <laughs> in heaven hell or the world beyond that he was gonna see this fucking dog again i will go spit in whoever face i need to spit in to get the point across that you would never see the bitch again this is my child 
this is my child. And then I did think originally that we were going to go to court over it. But I had I forgot I had already threatened him that I would sue the fuck out of him and get this fucking dog back. Just based solely off the purpose that I paid more for it. We split the dog half and half. But I was a smart bitch because I watched a lot of shit. I paid a little more for it. So I paid a little more. That's my dog, bitch. And that that was the one thing. And I'm gloating over this because that was sick. But this this child was the one thing that more so than anything else ever. Like, I bought this fucking crib. Mind you guys. Everything in this fucking house I paid for. Even before they left. I paid for fucking everything. But this dog, even if I died, was going to go to my mom. You were never, ever, ever, ever. That's yeah. my child. Like, I, I, like, sometimes I really understand how baby mamas be feeling. Because mm. you won't see this child again. Like, no. I mean, that, well, that's, that's weird. Never. Never. I think I, with the baby mamas who, like, keep and, the, the, the my, and me, and, and me and my ex's situation, <clears throat> would you let him see the child again? A human child? Well, my child. Well, I guess, yeah. Well, I I just <laughs> I consider Wolfgang my child now, literally at this point. I mean, a dog is different. I'm talking about like a yeah. human child to me that's different. But a dog, no bitch. Okay, so e- even even then, to put you in the as we say at my job, to put you out of the mindset of a business owner, put you in the headset of a consumer, if it was a human child and my ex mm-hmm. left how he left, would you let him see? The dog. I mean, let him see the child. If he wanted to. Okay. I understand that. Like, it just like, but it it would have to be like, it would have to be like, we need to discuss this because you're not going to be running in and out of my child's life. You're either going to be here or you're not. But then that's, about a real that's child. that, so that's like, that, yeah, come, yeah. But then that's, that's opening a door too. You can come and I'm going to give you the opportunity to be a parent. Not mm-hmm. a good daddy because bitch, everybody needs to be a good daddy. Everybody needs to be a good mama. You go. This is your opportunity to be a fucking parent. And if I feel like you're being uh, inept, then you're done. And if you want to take it to court, we can do that. But I'm gonna come with receipts and I'm gonna show the judge, hey, this bitch is a deadbeat, okay? And they've been lying to my son, telling him they was gonna take him to Boy Scouts and all this other type of stuff, and they ain't did it. Child. Speaking Speaking of the seed, before the seed, you have to have the deed. How did you learn about like sex? Like, did you have the bird and bees talk or what? Porn. (laughs) (laughs) Being totally honest, really, I knew. I mean, there. I remember being. I remember thinking. That in order for a woman to get pregnant, like a man just had to put his dick on top of her. Crotch. Oh, oh, you were you were you were progressive. Like I thought it was just like you just lay the top of your dick on top oh. of her, and it boom, pregnant. Oh my god! I had to learn all that stuff on my own. My mom didn't talk to me about none of that stuff. My daddy didn't talk to me about none of it. My sisters didn't talk to me about none of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised by the internet. That's why I always say that. Wow. Like, I was raised by the internet. I, I don't recall my bird and bees conversation. I just think it kind of was like a thing where my mom understood that I was smarter than the average kid and I was already aware of it. So she just avoided it. Mm-hmm. And me and her, we never really talk about sex. Even now, like she'll randomly mention like 
like not like me hooking up or anything, but when I was, oh Lord, have mercy. Yes. Oh my God. Imagine. Oh my. Oh my God. And my mom is like a old school reverend, but she's like totally down to earth. Like mm-hmm. she knows the world. Like she's been there. She's done that. And so, but so she was just like avoiding of it, but was like kind of mm-hmm. aware that. She probably couldn't speak to me fucking boys or boys fucking me. So she was kind of like, we're out. Um, I remember like the first porn I, well, <clears throat> yeah, the first porn I watched was like, it was on VCR and um, we had a VCR player. Wow. And uh, we had just moved into this house. And so I, my, I was under the assumption that the tapes were just there. Before we moved in, um, <laughs> I don't think that's true now. But anyway, oh, in, where do you think they came from? Probably my daddy. Oh, um, <clears throat> I popped the tape in. It was a little Asian lady giving a oh. you know, sensual massage to a black man. <laughs> you know, okay. they say she had on red lipstick. Okay, slight. Um, yeah, and she was like eating him up and rubbing him down. And so I used to always watch it and just like rewind it back from the start, so would nobody know I watched it. But I that's I don't I didn't I got my sex education from gay porn websites. I think I was mostly TV. Like I was a kid that was watching like real sex, yeah. and like I remember being in my bedroom. Like my mom, my mom was like, go to sleep early. She went to work every day. It was just like so she was never home. So I I always had free realm of the house all day. And so I just remember like HBO, uh, HBO on demand was a thing like on demand just came out and they had to put all their like series on there and all that stuff. And I was on there and I watched it every day. Like I, I learned so much about sex through the nineties and just TV, even though I didn't know what a condom was till high school. Like I never really understood that part of it all or I'd never seen one. Oh, you know, weird. And so it was just like, I learned through TV. Every Sue Johansson was also, you know, one of my teachers. So shout out to her. Who's that? You know the old lady that was like talking about sex all the time. Oh, Doctor Ruth. Sex with Sue Johansson. I think that's her name. I think I I remember the show because the '90s culture review shows, but I, I don't think I I never watched it. This will I I watched it around like 2005 2006 around that time so whenever she was on tv right um and i she was pretty old then so i wonder if she's alive now Aww. but all right um, r.i.p her well we don't want to kill her if she's not dead i mean it might make her stronger look at betty white um speaking what? of stronger wait Jenny wait wait is 80 which is great is she oh um yeah uh sue johansson's still alive she's oh 92. bless her and Did, the first picture that pops up is her with a dildo in her hand. I love that's her. That's hot. She's a visionary. She's an icon. Like, did your did your did your first like sexual experience like match up to the what you thought it was gonna be? Um, it was very in hindsight, it was very painful and very lackluster. <laughs> Would you change the person? No, I don't believe in changing the past. But I would, I like if I could go back in time with the knowledge that I had now, I probably still would be a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even believe that. Damn, can I, can I get, can I let it off? Can you just let me have my moment? No, like, bitch, I, was, I, I was trying to be really believable. Man. I literally feel like 
if certain people like were shifted or moved back to later parts of your life, I feel like you would just be probably like so like one of those like whimsical Aquarius who's like lovey and like like interested and like love and like like the weird parts of it all and like very like nurturingly warm. But you're like on the polar opposite of like <laughs> ice queen. Um, maybe. Yeah, but I also I also think like like in, in, well in terms of my like first sexual experience like it was just it was it was too big it was too dry it was too totally. it, nobody was prepared there was no painting <laughs> but no there was oh look at you wow that's his a president gra- his grandma was oh. in a room next door I had to sneak in and sneak out oh you um, were risky. It was just not fun, and I walked to the bus stop and went home afterwards. And I remember thinking, like, mm, I just had sex, so there's that. Like, there was nothing special mm-hmm. about it, and I, I almost wish that people. That's probably why I'm like so like. I don't know. I think I've just always been very practical about things. I never looked at losing my virginity as. This big major thing that's gonna change my life. I was just like, everybody has sex. I'm gonna have to do it someday. So I might as well do it now. I've just always approached things like that. It just works out for me. Aquarius. It's not very exciting, but it's the truth. You know, life is just what it is. And you either get down or lay down. Well, <laughs> well, well shit. My first time, uh, I didn't really have any expectations. I was just kind of yeah, like, like, I was just kind of like doing it. Like, I was just like, okay, cool. But I was like, was also, your virginity? I was 19. Oh, it was an old hag. Oh, yeah, man. I was old. That's why right now I'm just kind of like, I'm not really pressed for sex. I went 19 years without it. And then before then, I wasn't even fucking with boys before I was even like, lost it really like i was like talking to boys and like what all that shit but i wasn't like i was never i've never really been like the guy that got guys or the guy that guys were interested in i've always been like the guy that guys were procured like interest like that they thought was interesting enough to be like a really close friend or that type of thing and so that has always affected like my like my opinion on guys and how I like guys and how I approach guys because I'm always just like regardless at the end of the day somehow I'm going to scare you or you're going to see something and you're going to just be like I think we're better off as friends and so I'm always just like I'm always just waiting for the other shoe to drop when it comes to guys in general like ill same but I'm like that with life too I'm just like oh when's the bad stuff gonna happen because I know it's coming I know it's like like I just I I, now I'm just to the point where I'm like God be for real do it now I don't need the the drama like God be like pulling all types of stories together trying to make a whole storyline for a whole season no I get me to the end get me to the climax right now because I already know (laughs) you're gonna drop me on my head just go ahead and do it like I don't got time for this but I now, think that, now, this is me talking to God right now. Do it now because I, I know it's coming. I think that's the exciting part of life, though. Like you kind of is it? Is it exciting? Like, like kind of like when I look back on shit, 
Like, sorry, yeah. I always it's okay. God, God forgives you. God forgives <laughs> you. I forgive you too, and our listeners forgive you. They used to, they're used to me screaming, so they'll be okay. So, um, but I always think like everything that I've been through, like even looking back, like in the last year, I feel like every time there's, I think that she was about to drop, shit gets worse. But then it all it gets way fucking better. So maybe That's the true. maybe the shoe just never drops. Maybe this is just life being fucking life, and I need to stop looking at it as waiting for the bad shit to happen. Because if you're waiting for the bad shit to happen, you're going to start looking for the bad shit to happen, and it kind of sets a precedent going forward in whatever situation, whether what everything that you're looking for the bad, you're looking for like that like how you looking? You're looking for like that negative stuff. And I, like, I got in a really bad, like, last month was a really rough month mentally for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just overwhelmed with everything. And it was, like, it was a retrograde and all that shit. And I was just, like, everything felt like everything wrong was happening. And then this month, I'm a lot more in touch with, like, all my emotions. Like, I feel like, like, earlier today, I was just mad. I was crying. Like, early, like. Saturday, like Friday or Saturday, I had to give myself a pep talk in the window. I mean, in my mirror. I, I cried today too, but not for real. I was listening to Mary J. Blige and, you know, like crying. Mary does that. Mary has that effect on everybody. But it was just like, it was one of those things where it's just like, I feel like I'm, like, I'm, I have to get mentally prepared for something. And God is trying to get me mentally prepared for something. And I can't keep fighting off life. Just because I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you're going to have your ups and downs in life, of course. But it just really sucks when you're down. Because when you're (laughs) down, it be feeling like there's no way out. There's no way out. But the truth of the matter is there is always a way out. There's always light at the end of the tunnel even if that tunnel is long and winding and they haven't replaced the bulbs in that tunnel in like 20 years and um the road is unpaved <laughs> and it seems like you're never gonna get out of there and it seems there like it might be a it might it seem like it might be a one way because you're the only car going that way so you start doubting if that's the pathway that you should go yeah just keep going down your path i saw um I, think, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a tweet. The girl was like, she was like, no, it was a tweet. Mm-hmm. She said, um, she was, she said, uh, don't, basically, basically I, 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 I can't remember it verbatim, but basically she was saying, don't commit suicide. Be patient. You will die. <laughs> and so That's true. I just find that to be really poignant advice and not only for suicide, but like for everything. Don't give up now. Like get there. you're gonna, you're you're gonna get there. It's so, and I feel like sometimes like we're all so fucking young still, but it's it like we feeling like it. It don't be young. feeling like it because of the shit that we go through and the experiences that we've had, and it's just kind of like it's kind of like fuck. Like when is my time gonna come, or when is it? When is it gonna be about me? And it's just kind of like. Unless you keep fighting for it to be about you and for it to be your time, you'll never have your time. Didn't no one receive their time just sitting sitting by, like or just like dying? <laughs> like you legit have to, you legit have to keep like striving to get your 
moment in the sun. Like, everybody has their moment in the sun. Like, even if it's 15, like, your 15 can literally mean whatever you want it to mean. But you have to make the most of it. And every day, I always look at life like, like, you know, do I really say every day, the, every day the sun ain't going, every day the sun don't shine, but fuck this why I love tomorrow's or whatever the fuck she said. And, but that's so fucking true because every day ain't going to be good. But you have another fucking 24 to make it whatever you want it to be fucking be, you know? And it's just like, yeah. And I want my 24 tomorrow to be, um, <laughs> I want, I want, I want a minimum and like nothing crazy. I really just need like a smooth Here we go. $67,000. I, 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 I knew what you were about to say. <laughs> it's, I'm not even, I don't feel like that's asking for much. I feel like people can get back on their feet with $67,000. Um, I could save up most of that. Okay. Um, this could perfectly lead to my next question. Perfect. Okay. With no spending limit, give mm. me three things you'd want in your dream home. No matter how outrageous, it could be. Want, it could be whatever, whatever. I want a rain room. Okay. Because I saw this on TikTok. Um, I want a room where like it's like built like it's it's a room in the house. Like, uh huh. Real water coming from outside, but it's uh-huh. basically whatever plumbing is set up to make it look like it's raining all the time. I want the, the I want trees. I want thunder. I want lightning. I want the whole simulation. I want a rain room. Um, mm-hmm. I want to. S- but you, you said without money, so I'm just like, like you have the thought of money. So I'm you just have like, no limit. I'm just, I'm just thinking of the most outlandish things because, of course, <laughs> I'm gonna want a studio at my home. But it's your, yeah. Um, oh my god, can you imagine a fucking dream home with your with the perfect fucking studio? Yeah. Um, but like, oh I can god. do that now, so that like that don't require a whole lot of money. No, um, I mean, I mean, like, okay, so you know how like Mandy has like a full fucking studio, like, like a like a full yeah. fucking like production type thing in your fucking house. Like, no, I know I said I I don't like her, but I do like her business acumen. I do. She's her fucking br- her. her brain is like outside of when she's like sucking dick is like, like she's on top of like she's she's yeah. She's fun. Okay, so a, he's a, a hater. Room. No, I don't. I don't. I really don't dislike Mandy. I just dislike that she don't like Nicki Minaj. So I just find that to be the makings of a corny person. But anyway, oh uh, I, I like B Simone you, now too. Oh, I love B Simone. Um, so I want a rain room. I want a my dream couch is probably gonna cost around like fifteen thousand dollars. Oh my god, what's your what's that? I don't know what it looks like in my head. I know what it looks like, but I know like like Put it, celebrity. paint it, paint it, because I want to paint mine too. My dream couch. It's it's uh very it's a very large sectional. It's white. It's very soft. It's very deep. Uh huh. Um, it is plush. Uh huh. It seats about twenty people. Okay. Um. It it gives cloud. Think think okay. cloud. Think modern. Think, um, think a conversation piece. Think Kim Kardashian. Think okay. like. Okay, I got it. I got yeah, 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 yeah. That painted yeah. it. It's gonna be about like minimal, like minimal, but modern, but like yeah. comfortable, but like soft. Tia Maori. Tia Maori has a couch in her house. 
that's kind of similar to like how I want my dream house, the dream couch to look. So the rain room, the dream couch, the dream couch might be in a rain room. And oh, progressive. A gas station. Wow. For all my cars. I ain't got to go to the gas station. They come deliver the gas to me. Whoa. And you wouldn't have to pay because <laughs> you could you have your own gas station. I mean, I'm going to have to pay for the gas, obviously. So but it's your dream house. Why, right. why, why but, can't oh, you? Because it's unlimited. So why can't you? Why, why can't you? Yeah, you own the gas station. That's your gas station. I own the gas. I own the pipeline. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely come kill you and move your house just for the gas station. I I would definitely let all my friends and family come gas up for free. Like, come get y'all some gas. Y'all ain't never gonna oh, pay guess, gas again. This ain't gotta kill you. Well, I already be there all the time anyway in the studio. Period. Located in Los Angeles. Love it. Ah, oh, perfect. Oh, where would this dream house be? Oh, we didn't. You didn't say a location. Uh, oh, this is good. That's a great question. Yeah, this is real good. Uh, it would just have to be somewhere where I can access my family and it rains. And as y'all can tell, I love rain. So, I so, it, so like, Chicago? Mm, it's a little too cold. And there's nothing left in Chicago, but nothing. So I was trying to see where you can access your family. I'm just like, well, planes still exist. You're just rich. Well, I would, they would probably be convinced by some form of another to move where I live. Oh, perfect. So the dream house. How Maybe many bedrooms? Texas. I just feel like Texas just floods a little too much. But um, How many bedrooms would you have? Little racist bedrooms, like ten. I feel like that's appropriate. Oh, okay, Hilton House. Um, like seven to ten bedrooms. How um how many floors? Like, I'm trying to paint your house, and I'm like, cause I've been watching AGTV. Like that's the only thing I really watch other than crime shit. So probably two floors. Okay, shape. Maybe it maybe a basement. But if I live in Texas, probably no basement. Oh, it, oh, okay. Um, I need like a minimum like six car garage. Okay. I need lots of lawn. I need a <laughs> pool, even though I can't swim. You you were, you've been practicing. Um and uh yeah, just all the other basics. Like I need like basics. Yeah, just the basic stuff. Like what? A dishwasher, a laundry okay. room. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't know if your basics were like outlandish basics, like a winding driveway where I can see down the alley or like. Basic. It definitely would have to be gated. The gates would have to be very, very tall. Um, I'm definitely going to need at least a couple balconies throughout the property, including the patio and the deck and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, if I'm just being totally outlandish, like maybe a guest house, which also has its own two-car garage, and uh, yeah. I see this being like really like cottage style almost. Like I, mm-hmm. like like, no. I don't know. I just see a very like high modern house. <laughs> think, like think museum that you live in, but you know. <laughs> Okay, like a statue, perfect. Yeah. I feel like, okay for me. If I had three things and I can just do whatever I want, I would probably have like a twenty-four hour drive-through of a place that I really enjoy, where they can just like send my food that I order from like an iPad up to me. Probably that. Okay. I would definitely probably want. If I can just be outlandishly stupid, um. 
my own attached like car shop where like maybe like a BMW car shop or like a like a Tesla car shop or like um Mustang. I love I I don't like how they I don't like how they feel when you drive them, but I love looking at them where I can just like go get different cars every day and just drive different cars. Um the third so thing like a subscription car service. Yeah, but I don't have to pay for it cuz I cuz basically I own it. Okay. <laughs> well, oh, so like Jay Leno. What does he have? He's a car maniac and he has like a like hundreds of cars in a garage. See, but yeah, I and just it's obviously I, not like a regular size garage, but you know. yeah, that, and yeah, I want it to be almost like if I walked into the back cave and I'm just walked down, I can just like, hmm. and then they swap them out when I want new ones, and it's just like they keep it, they keep the inventory updated. Basically, you want Carvana. Yes. It, oh my God. <laughs> yes, with the little elevator thing, that'll be fucking fiber. Yes, that is it. <coughs> the last thing will probably be. I was gonna, I was gonna say like, like Rihanna's like a t- like somehow like, is my neighbor or something or something like that. You wanna buy Rihanna? Yeah, <laughs> money. I just wonder sometimes what she's up to. I just wonder if like, like, are you being productive right now, girl? We have a big day coming up. So, I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. I am. So excited for Mother Rihanna. I feel like she's going to give us something like so different. I feel like she's going to do what Beyonce did with um, Renaissance with her next album. Like it's going to be so forward that you're going to feel like it's like a brand new artist type thing. We have to really think about where she left like Auntie at. And even mm-hmm. like kind of unapologetic, like Auntie. Oh my God, here we go. Oh my God, here we go. My, my, that was like my password to every fucking website for like ten years. I kid you not. Like unapologetic. Unapologetic. Yes. So you anybody dying to get hacked. Oh, on, like anybody could have literally guessed that. Like literally at that time, <laughs> I had Rihanna fucking everything. So yeah, <laughs> but like with those two albums, there weren't anything. Oh my God, y'all know I'm here. We go. My Navy thing. There weren't any fucking album out that sounded like those two albums at the time. Ever. Unapologetic set the tone for how the next... How does Unapologetic start? What's the first one? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, my God. My brain. Is it Fresh Off the Runway? I don't know. I just can't remember. Hold on. But I do agree. Those were definitely very forward, very... Um, not sounding like anything else on the radio uh, albums. And then we also have to remember, like, kind of, like, before she got pregnant, Rihanna was working on it. Yeah, Fresh Off the One Way. Yeah, Fresh Off the One Way. Rihanna was working on, like, a whole world of 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 an idea of a project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she... <laughs> I, you're such a fucking joke that it makes no sense. <laughs> he has the fucking mic boom thing wrapped around his head, like a like a, like a like a like a headband, like yeah. earmuffs. Yeah, like an earmuff. Okay, and so I you totally fucked up my train of thought. Anyway, Rihanna's coming. The next album is going to be everything that the bitches wanted and more. The leaks are the leaks. Nobody listens to those. Nobody cares. But I didn't even know there were leaks. I'm gonna go oh. find them. 
Oh, yeah. But anyway, it's the next album and this rollout is about to be everything the fans have wanted and more. We're so excited for you all to come aboard the Navy with us and enjoy this ride. Buckle up, bitches. Well, is, does that conclude everything on the docket today? I can keep talking. But it's do, you up want, to you. do you want to keep talking? What else you got? What you got for me? I have one final question, and it's kind of fun. And I feel like we can just end on a fun note. Okay. Because we've been we kind of have... talked about dick all this episode. I so. know, and I've been thinking about that the whole episode. I've been like, I should probably so go get some dick us. tonight. I know. We're not going to do it. We're going to have one dick free episode. Mm-hmm. And next week, dicks galore. Dicks galore. <laughs> okay, so if somehow you acquired superpowers, would you be a hero or a villain? <laughs> <laughs> I know I switched it because everybody asked the other question. And then what would your power be? Mm. Mm, hero oh. or villain? <laughs> I just feel like. I don't know. I know what you would be. What? I feel like you would be a hero. Because oh, that is so sweet. Because as like hard and like you are. Like <laughs> like you're so like soft and caring and understanding mm, about stop shit. Stop telling my business. I I know. Oops, the secret's out. Oopsie. But so I can't imagine you like having the heart to like harm things. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if if I had to be a villain, I would be a villain who stole money. But that would be it. <laughs> everything, everything ties back to being broke. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So I would definitely be a Robin hero. Hood. You would be Robin Hood. <laughs> um, yeah, nigga hood. Okay, nigga hood. And um, I would be a hero. And I, my superpower would probably be... Hmm. Um, I don't. It would. It my superpower would be. <laughs> uh oh. I feel like my superpower because I'm very pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Should be a very like. You know. Oh. Pragmatic type of superpower so i would probably just i would have the i would have the power of making everything make sense <laughs> and that sounds very wide open but everything so you'll be like you'll be like mr logic <laughs> i'll be mr logic you and be, i i, I would you would be the only superhero history i will ever root against <laughs> <laughs> I um, I would I would pray for every villain just to beat your ass every fucking oh my god Thanos come finish him. No, I just feel like I would just walk into all situations and make them make sense. Like let's say we're in court <laughs> and the defendant is like a murderer, and um and the jury is like <laughs> not sure if they should give him the death penalty or life in prison. My job would be to come in and sentence him to public stoning, and then he'll die that way. That Bitch, makes you sense. Would, 
you will literally fly around with a giant L on your chest. Like that's wild. Like you No, would, I would actually fly around with a clipboard and a, <laughs> a briefcase. A briefcase. A briefcase. <laughs> a briefcase full of stats. Like all of a sudden like your superpower, like all of a sudden your briefcase be full become full of like stats about whatever is going on in the situation. And I would just like What a nerd. Impart, I would just impart logic upon everyone like, let's say you're having a debate with your spouse i would come in and i would solve the debate <laughs> i'm here with logic <laughs> oh yeah. god that's what i wanted this time <laughs> get, the fuck, <laughs> get, the, get the fuck out of here bitch. <laughs> like if somebody's robbing a bank i'm like use your common fucking sense you're gonna go to jail you're not getting away with this stop it right now they're gonna and be like hmm you're right and everything would just stop. Like that is so boring. I would like yeah. shoot you. I would like plus like I would really take you out. Everybody would have to like like it'd be my way or no way. So even though I'm the hero, like if you don't like my ruling, you're gonna die. So you're dead. So wait, okay, so wait. So wait, how <laughs> I know what? I'm the hero, but Do like, you have like a ba- wait, are you do you have like a bailiff? Are you like a judge? <laughs> <laughs> I probably judge logic. Okay, I'm here for it. Oh, this is what, that, what, what, what about you? Definitely be a villain. I'm definitely killing hoes. Um, oh, I would, okay. I think I would probably do something with like I've always, I've always really enjoyed Jean Grey, and like the Dark Phoenix is probably like one of my favorite like X Men movies, and I think it would have really capitalized on how like. How calm I usually am, and then when something sets me off, how just chaotic everything around me be- can become. And I feel mm-hmm. like Jean Grey really struggled with trying to control that and trying to work on that and like trying to like not let that darkness and that evilness come out and just be what it was. And so I always think about Jean Grey. I always think about Dark Phoenix, and I feel like that would like be something like to my superpower. Like I always had this conflict on how to handle shit the right way. Mm-hmm. And so I would just use it to my advantage. So when th- when when I'm happy is good, and the moment I, I can't control it, I would I definitely be able to kill you hoes. I can't say that I've ever seen an X Men movie, <gasps> so I'm not totally catching a reference. I do know Jean Grey does have like some Scarlet Witch type abilities. No, yeah. I didn't watch. She's Scarlet like, Witch. I didn't watch it either. But she's like the Wanda Maximoff of yeah. I'm assuming X-Men. so. Like she can like blow shit up where like she's very just like Wanda is literally the most powerful bitch in the multiverse. Like I want these people to understand. How do you that. know this without watching? Oh, I watch Marvel movies. I just haven't oh. watched anything else. I haven't watched WandaVision. I heard it was I heard it was good though. WandaVision was fantastic. Um the last um movie that came out what was that dr strange and the multiverse of madness i believe that's the name of it she was basically the star of that movie and she is literally just that bitch so i really that's why i really like nerds i really like that they have access to like this whole other world of like things that you like i don't think Mm -hmm. about like whenever i see a guy talking about like anime on like twitter i'm like that is so cute that's so cute that you're so passionate about this. Yes. Tell me more, even though I have no idea what you're saying. To yes, me. and then I know like you're thinking about fucking me, like they be fucking those anime sluts, and I'm just like, this is what I'm totally about. Oh no, we're not doing this today. I'm not doing it. Nope, 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 nope. We but said no dick. We said no dick. 
But is it something uh-huh. that it is something about <laughs> it is so it's we're, the boys next door. We practice restraint. <laughs> but, but it's just like it's something about anime boys, like the nerd boys. I just get them. But I need them to come like together. Cause there's two different types of nerdy boys. You have the nerdy boys who still dress like My Chemical Romance is top in the charts. And you have those sophisticated nerdy boys who like They're like they're like Mm, closet cool, nerds but they know stuff cool. yeah they're not a nerd they're a cool nerd yeah they're hot shout out to y'all yeah they wear like little beanies with the little glasses and they wear the fucking little trouser pants with their graphic tee and their trouser pants make their ass look hot and then they like they have like supreme bags with like fucking nerdy shit in it oh hot um, i don't know i do like an artsy looking fella but i don't know do people still wear supreme yes no You've heard it here. (laughs) Well, you've heard it here where? The Boys Next Door podcast, where we don't talk about dick one one episode out of the year. Um, I I'm my thighs are so thick and juicy. Oh oh my god, do you see my hands? I I haven't moved my hands at all. I'm filling my thighs as before you like why you're saying that and I was thinking in my head, my thighs have gotten so strong. Oh, strong. Yeah, mine's are just weak. I'd be skipping leg day. I don't know what it is. I don't I walk every day. That may be it. But I'm just like I don't know why they feel so mm. Y'all hear that? Like they feel really good. And lately I've been thinking, I'm like, I'm probably at the peak of my life and I'm not getting fucked. That's what I be thinking too. But we're gonna have to say that for the next episode because we said Damn. We're about dick. <laughs> I really, I really want to talk about it because I'm really bothered because I was literally looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh my god, there, there's nobody rubbing. Like I have, like I don't have any type of like. I do feel like I, I and I, I feel like I say this on this show, but I was talking about this with somebody the other day. I feel like I have wasted my twenties by not having a lot of sex. Totally, and I, I wasted. I, like I was thinking the other day because we were talking about it kind of on the podcast. But whatever, I was like, I feel like I'm kind of like inexperienced in sex. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm always just like, maybe I should fuck more. But then I start thinking then about. And it's like the killer, and then it's like, you know, oh. getting attached, and then it's like. Mm-hmm. It's all in it. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'll just wait it Chlamydia. out. Chlamydia. Oh. She's taking over. And then Shout they want to, they want to stick cocaine in your butthole, or like, or like, and then, then they want to sneak that honey shit and drink it, and you don't know they drink it, and then they come That's over your fine, house because if you if you come over here drunk off honey, that means you finna fuck the shit out of me, and I'm with that. We can't talk about this today. Well, thank you guys for listening <laughs> to this week's episode of Whores Next Door. Um, We're more like the therapist next door today. Today was a very. Um, wholesome show yeah um the, we have this, a twitter oh my god we created a twitter it, oh my god this is so weird the b n d podcast and we'll we we tweet well once we get like more acclimated to actually using that shit we'll start like posting like maybe behind the scenes stuff I'm scared to sign in because I don't want us to get suspended. But I well, might try to, cause you know, I can I can finesse or come up on Twitter. I know, I I can make 
I can get us a few followers. Okay, we'll do that. I mean, they'll, I mean, there'll be a lot of freak Twitter followers, but they'll okay. be blindsided once we switch back to a professional page. They won't even know oh. that we're not a freak page. Okay, let's do that. I'm down. <laughs> so if so if so if you see a, if you see a fist in your friend request, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> if you see an eight inch asshole, because you know they said um, assholes oh, can stretch up to we eight can't, inches. We can't talk about this. I'm just saying, so if you see an eight inch asshole in your timeline, it's probably from the boys next door. The boys next door haven't faked it. The boys next door and that eight inch asshole. We're gonna make stickers with eight inch assholes on them. The eight inch asshole podcast. Wow, love it. Mm, Rebranding. Follow me at Blackberry on whatever you can find it on. Whatever, I don't know. And I'm Ken Lush, duh. And um, I have a TikTok. Oh, what's the TikTok? Lush was here. <laughs> like, like, Khalees was here. Like, Lush. And it was, like, I'm cool with a W-Z. And that's on la-la, la-la-la-la-la. Let my neck be, baby, I love you.